what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Chad Arms, aka Chetty Bobby, all of forty. And my name is Tony, aka Friday the Fourteenth. Motherfuckers, and you know what this is? This is over the top with Chad and Tony. We're here for another episode. Easy, easy on the easy on the arms, arms. We're back, man. What is this episode six? Six, man. Holy shit, man! Over a month of episodes. Over a month of them, dude, and it's been a great it's been a great start, man. We're finally starting to get a little groove going with the pod, man. We're we're consistently trying to improve it, and you know now the the episode that we did on the that we just uh, uploaded last week, which was yes. episode five, our favorite WrestleMania matches. Yes. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed that one. Again, we're pre-recording these, but I loved I loved that we got to do wrestling. Oh, stuff. so much fun. I'm excited about being able to do, you know, do wrestling type pods, like because that's going to be easy stuff to oh, do. Oh God! So we and there's so much that we can do with it. No, for sure. And, and hopefully, y'all enjoyed those too. But today, we are going to be doing underrated movies. Yes, uh, underrated in our, in our opinion of an underrated movie. Yeah, movies that we feel like are are, are slept on or are. Rated, low, obviously underrated. Rated lower than I, we feel they should be. We feel they should get a little bit more love. Should have done better, you know, in theaters or whatever it may be. And um, this is going to be a fun one because I think we haven't looked at each other's list nope. all the way. And I don't know if we've got a lot of the same stuff. I don't think that we probably will. We're going to do a couple of horror ones. Yes. Yeah. But we almost need to do that for its own episode later. I think so because I was, I was looking through my list and everything and – my list would have it, this episode would probably be pushing like two hours long if we added a bunch of horror because there's so many horror movies that we think that are underrated. Of course, you got to make your main your main ones, but there's so many underrated ones in our opinion. Yeah, so I, I got a, a list of horror ones, but I'm going to narrow mine down to probably two or three to talk about. But we both got twenty to twenty five maybe that we can kind of go over, and we, you know how we do we go we don't spend a lot of time on each one, so yeah. we'll make sure that. It's gonna be a fun list. I'm I'm excited to see what's on your list because, yeah, um, and, and hopefully the audio on this one is is better. We're like I said, we're still improving it. I know the episode last week we used different mics that we now are using the same same style mics that we use on. I got some shit to say the podcast. Yeah, um, y'all be sure to tap into that Chat Arms TV. Bam. And if y'all haven't subscribed to Chatty Bobby Eleven Thirty, if you haven't followed Tony on Instagram, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, follow the pod. I got one thing to say too. What else you got? Somebody has a new single out now. I know we this do. is a couple weeks after we after the new single is out, but we do. some guy on this episode has a brand new single out, and it's called Double Back. Double Back, man. Tell us about it. It's available now. It's on all streaming platforms. Um, it's just another single that I threw out there to give some people some new music while I'm working on the collab projects and the and the solo projects. It's so a banger. Hopefully, y'all enjoy it. And uh, the Chat Arms TV link will be in the description. So if y'all like the music and that, that style of stuff, you can go check out that channel. Um, where we well, do the, everybody that's over here knows you do music. No, for sure, for sure. And so, and, and but this is this is exciting, man. I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're able to get into this. And uh, but before we do that, I got one more thing I want to do. Do it, my boy. Look here, look at my here, my boy. Went look here. To, tell him where you went, Tony. I went. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, we could get into it. Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival was here in Nashville um, mm-hmm. over Easter weekend. Yeah. Um, I went on the Friday of it. I got off of work, swing by there. Um, it was a good decision because I heard the uh, the Saturday of it was insanely packed. Yeah. Friday was easy. 
Uh, I met Nick Castle, uh, the OG Michael Myers from 1978. Stamped. Stamped. Um, met Dick Wayland, uh, Roy Burns, fucking Roy Burns. Shout out Roy Burns. From uh, Friday shouted, 13th yeah. Part 5. He got a shout out a couple episodes ago during the 81 Horror episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to meet them and then came across this gym right here to go ahead to get the Teen Wolf mention of the episode. Dude, we needed a Teen Wolf mention and look what my boy Tony got. Shout out Mark Holton, Chubbs. You see that amazing uh, photograph that was signed by Chubby himself? Yes. Yeah, um, I so saw it. That, it was an instant pickup. So you said that, um, that he wasn't there. They were just like pre-signed. Yeah, a guy there had a booth uh, set up with a bunch of pre-signed autographs and everything like that. And I saw, uh, what was it, the Gacy movie that he did yeah, yeah. and everything. There was a few. And I instantly, I was like, do you have a Teen Wolf uh, autograph? And he instantly said, well, Michael J. Fox. I was like, no. I need jokes. Yeah, yeah, we need. <laughs> we don't want to mess around with that. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, I have him down there in the corner." And it was just sitting there, and it was just it was meant to be, man. Well, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, that's gonna oh, be, that's gonna go on the Teen Wolf Shrine. But uh, let's get into these underrated movies, man. Once you start it off, uh, okay, I'll start it off. Well, let's go with a little lighthearted one. I'll start one off with a com- an underrated comedy to me mm-hmm. that's a newer comedy, mm-hmm. um, which is Due Date, starring Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's a great one. Pretty much a modern version of Planes, Trains. Exactly what I was fixing to say. My bad, my bad. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a modern day telling of Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Yeah. Just Zach Galifianakis is at his best. I like him better in this one better than The Hangover. Um, oh, he's great in this, yeah. Robert Downey, just the complete opposites of each other. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Zach Galifianakis gets him kicked off the flight, and then they have to cro- travel cross-country with each other and – Hilarity. Oh, suit. it's it's great, man. Zach Galifianakis is is hilarious, and Robert Downey and him have such a great like Chemistry. back and forth in that in that movie. And I don't want to. I don't know. I love that movie. It's great. I don't. I don't think that's my favorite Zach Galifianakis comedy like comedic performance. Oh no, no, no. I Campaign think, is. Yeah, but just because Marty Huggins oh, is amazing. and him and Will Ferrell together is just yeah. it's, but but it's hard to be. It's almost as good. Like. Yeah, because you get the dry humor out of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And then you get the insane stuff out of Zach Galifianakis. And and you get our boy Danny McBride that makes an appearance in that movie Danny as well. McBride, somebody going to Chili's or something. Yeah, shit. he's the yeah. Western Union employee <laughs> in the is. wheelchair and everything. Beats yeah. the hell out of him with the nightclub. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a that's a, that's a You don't hear many people talking about, especially when it comes to Zach Galifianakis and – Robert Downey Jr. movies, mm-hmm. you don't. I, I never hear anybody bring up due date. No, it kind of just gets lost in the show, and it's it's hilarious. That's oh, that's a good one. It's um, so great, especially especially the scene when they're at the uh, the the part overnight parking or the what do they call them on the interstates here uh, rest areas. Yeah, um, and the dogs in the back seat, and he's just, just let him finish. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Due date's a good one. I'll, I'll throw a comedy out there since you said that one. I'm going to go with um, – it came out in 2011. I love this movie. I've done like a little review short of it on the channel. 30 minutes or less. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ruben Fleischer directed it. Same guy that directed Zombieland. You got Nick Swartzen. You got Danny McBride. Yeah, okay, yeah, you got, yeah. You got um, oh Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. You got Aziz Ansari. Um that movie is so funny, bro. Just just off of Danny McBride and Nick Swartzen's characters alone, because I have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it once. But oh, yes, bro. it's like them two. Yeah. You so get them so two. basically, 
Jesse Eisenberg's a pizza delivery guy, and then where they he gets duped, like basically forced to rob a bank. Yes, for Danny McBride and Nick Swartzen's characters, and Aziz is like his best friend. But dude, it's so funny. Nick Swartzen's so slept uh, on. Oh, Nick Swartzen's my favorite. Like he's my favorite. One of my like my favorite as far as like just as as far as funny. Like yeah. there's not many people in the world to me funnier than Nick Swartzen. Oh, so just great. whether it's stand up, movies. Just him talking, like he's hilarious, bro. And that 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 movie is awesome. But it's one that I feel like doesn't ever get talked about. Yeah. And um, but yeah, thirty minutes or less for sure. Well, uh, keeping with Nick Swartz, and then uh, you got the whole Happy Medicine crew in one that that I think it's highly underrated with Grandma's Boy. Oh yeah. Uh, the, Grandma's Boy. I think great. it's it's underrated because you have everybody but Sandler in that, and probably David Spade mm-hmm. out of the Happy Medicine crew. Yep. You have everybody in that one except for Sandler and Schneider, pretty much. Yeah, and and I love that movie. Oh, um, so great. And and the thing about that movie is I've listened to Swartzen because anytime he's on somebody's podcast, I watch every time. He was talking about that movie, and originally I think Sandler approached him to rewrite that movie as, a, as an R comedy because it was like a PG-13 comedy. Yeah. And then Nick Swartzen and then whoever the other guys that wrote, like rewrote it. As like an R-rated comedy, was it the the guy that plays Dante in it uh, with the monkey and everything? Yeah, I don't and know, dude. Ain't, ain't he one of the like? I think it may writers? be him and the main guy. Okay, and okay. the and the the guy, the main dude that's yeah. in all of the Sandler's movies. But that movie is hilarious. It's bro. so great. It's so slept on. But it's definitely he, slept on. It's only got a DVD release. It doesn't have yeah. a Blu-ray, and Which is it's crazy. Yeah, because it's a Happy Madison production and everything. But once yeah. again, it's so slept on. I love, love Grandma's Boy. No, Grandma's Boy is great. I guess we can just stick with comedies because okay. I, I got three of them for comedies right yeah, now. Yeah, I got but, a couple more to go with. Um, so another one that I think is, is great, and this is a Seth Rogen one, but it's not the one. If somebody said, what are your favorite Seth Rogen ones? Everybody names Knocked Up. Oh, yeah. Everybody names Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Everybody will name Superbad, even though he's just a cop yeah. in that movie. I think Zach and Mary make a porno is so fucking funny. Oh, it's bro. great. And it's so under or Zach and Mary, they had to take the make a porno yeah. part off. But, we, but yeah. Kevin Smith directed that one, which I'm not the I think Kevin Smith's a, a dope director. I don't like love his movies. Yeah. That's probably my favorite one. Uh, that it, and Mole Rats. Yeah, so like Clerks never could get on board with Clerks. I watched it multiple times trying to like it. I remember liking Mole Rats okay. Yeah. I like Mole Rats. Dogma I watched once, just couldn't really get into that. Red Tusk. State is crazy. Tusk. Tusk is a weird one. That's weird Have you one. seen Red State? I've never seen that one. you got to watch Red State, bro. It's on my vi- it's on my voodoo. Okay. It is not your Kevin Smith normal. Really? Like, no, bro. Well, yeah. But we're not talking about Red State. That could yeah. be on this list, too, as far as underrated movies. But Zack and Mary's hilarious, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's when Seth Rogen was at the height of his fun. This was 2008, which was around the time I knocked up and pineapple. And Express what's and what's the chick that's what's her name? Elizabeth Banks. Yes, Elizabeth who directed Banks. Cocaine Bear? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which and is crazy. she's. I think she's like legit married to Judd Apatow, ain't she? No, you're thinking of the girl from the movie uh, that you got listed. Yeah. On your okay. List. Yeah. 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 I'm totally wrong on that one. Yeah. Totally but, wrong. But she. Um. But yeah, Zach and Mary's great, man. And you get uh, Jay, uh, Jason Mewes. Yes. Jazz Hollow Bob, who's mm-hmm. hilarious in it. And you get, you get Craig Rock, you get lots of T-I, like, like, T-I double D, D- woo. Hey, we're not T-I- just spelling B double here. T-I-E-S. <laughs> Pope Pimp. Yeah, Pope Pimp. <laughs> um, you get Craig Robinson, who's always great. Oh, God, greatness. But, yeah, man, Zach and Mary slept on for sure, underrated. 
Well, uh, talking about the one that I was uh, the chick. What's her name from? This I'll look it from, up. Go ahead. Uh, but uh, super uh, everybody. Uh, when it comes to Judd Apatow movies, I think this is forty is super slept on out of all his. Oh, I love it. It's one of my favorite ones. People think I'm crazy when I say that because I'm like, what? And it's so because it's so relatable. No, it, it is, is uh, yes. with Paul Rudd and uh, Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann, who which, is the one that's who's married to Judd Apatow. Yeah. The girls in that movie are her and Judd Apatow's daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so so great, and yeah. I love Knocked Up. Knocked Up is great, but I think this is forty. They don't classify it as a sequel. But it basically, but, but it, it, it is. But it basically, it is, is because everything. they're all the same character. Well, not all of them, but some of the same characters are in it, and. It's great, dude, and the, and the thing about that movie that's that's hilarious too that a lot of people forget about is Melissa McCarthy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When that yeah. that whole like at the school and shit like that scene like Paul Rudd, yeah, is hilarious, man. Oh greatness! He's, I've got Paul Rudd. Uh, I've got Paul Rudd as in role models as well as an underrated uh, yeah, I got comedy. A, yeah, for sure. I, there was one that I could put in there from Paul Rudd with me, but it's uh, I love you, man. Is another one that yes, I think yes. is amazing. Paul Rudd and uh, Jason Siegel is a great one. Shout but out yeah, Paul Rudd. No, Paul Rudd's the man. He's and, great in Friends too. Yeah, bro. Remember him being in Clueless? That's when yeah. he wasn't. He was just a, he wasn't funny at all. He, his character wasn't. I always funny thought at all. he. I was hoping that him and Phoebe would always get married in Friends. Oh yeah, shout <laughs> out Phoebe. Um, I guess the last one I can name on as far as comedies go would be one that I loved, and it seems to be like even when I looked it up. It was getting listed in like underrated categories, so that's why I'm listed it on here. What about Bob? Okay, I, yeah, I, that movie's great, dude. It's great. Bill Murray, had his, Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfus, dude. Bill Murray's so funny and so annoying at the same time. How great would it be to have that lake house? So, Lake Winnipesaukee, dude. <laughs> Man, 1991, and that's another one that I grew up with in my in my in my grandparents' house. Like they loved that movie, and they had it recorded or whatever. So I watched it. I grew up with it. I don't even know. I can't remember if I mentioned it in I the chat. I think we briefly just ran over ran it. Ran over it because I had it listed. But, yeah. like, it's a, bang, it, it's a banger from uh, from good old-fashioned. Um, who directed that? I don't even know who directed that uh, one. But his t- the T-shirts that uh, Bill Murray wears in that movie are Oh, no, don't, don't hassle me. I'm local. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll sneak one more. Uh, my last comedy that I had in there was uh, another Zach Galifianakis one, mm-hmm. his Masterminds. Oh, That is yeah, super okay. slept on of his yeah. as well. And uh, it has the chick from uh, from Saturday Night Live. And uh, it has Kristen Wiig in it, Kristen of course. Wiig, yeah. uh, but then the, the blonde hair, she was in the Ghostbusters remake. Oh, God. With the, with the girls. I know um, exactly what you're talking about, but I don't remember. Yeah. Enough. But uh, – Dude, the the whole photographer when they take their wedding pictures. Oh, dude, oh, those just, those still <laughs> to this day are get are uh, greatness. Just absolutely, and he wears a Phantom of the Opera outfit for their wedding pictures. He definitely does. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Masterminds is a sneaky one. If you've never seen that one, just another Zach Galifianakis character that, and it's based on a true story, I believe. Is it really? Yes, like I didn't know that. They actually, uh, I'm pretty sure. Which we are known to spit out false facts on this show. Who we, us? Yeah, no. False facts do come out every now and then for this show. No, but I'm pretty sure that it's, it's based on events of a true okay. story. So, so Frank Oz is who directed What About Bob? He he's the same guy who directed Little Shop of Horrors. He directed um, uh, Bowfinger. 
The score with Robert De Niro. That's okay. who directed uh, What About Bob. Yeah, I got you. I would have never guessed that guy. I, well, <laughs> I remember the name, but I can't. He, he's more of an actor than a director, it says. Yeah, I got you. Uh, speaking of director, shout out Chance. Richard. Yeah, the uh, director yeah. of all directors in this place. And shout out to Squizzles for the mics and the, the arms. Yeah, uh, Squint615, need... the executive producer of this. Yeah, the uh, – so let's see. We got you. Got any more comedies you want to talk about? No, that's it of my comedies. Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, role. Oh, we barely went by role models, but yeah, role models is one that I think that super slept on with McLovin and Paul Rudd and Stifler. I can't think of what. Oh, uh, Sean William Scott. Yeah. yeah, Sean William Scott. That one that's is great when they do like the whole. Um, and the little reenactment other, stuff, like that's what they're all into. Oh yeah, like the, the uh, like not dungeon. It's not dungeon. I forget Dragons, what it's called. It's LARPing. 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 That's what it is. I know that that it's called. LARP. I've never done it, but it's called LARPing. I LARP all. I LARP before I came here tonight. Actually, you got a foam sword out in the truck. I do. I got okay. a couple of foam swords. Man, shout out to shout real. out to role models. <laughs> I've got one sci-fi list. Go uh, sci-fi. Just well, it's it's pretty much the one that we always talk about. Oh, okay, go ahead. Fire in the sky. Fire in the sky. super. Ter- one of the scariest movies I've ever watched. Yes, as a kid, I remember seeing that movie, and absolutely terrified me dude it's still to this day though. still to this day chance have you seen fire in the sky oh my gosh and it's okay. based on true events as well it is and um it's the terrifying. scene of this movie let's see if i can find a clip a, a picture from the scene the aliens are the most terrifying aliens in other than was it vhs three or two two is it two yeah two, vhs two vhs two those aliens and mm-hmm. the aliens from Fire in the Sky, I, I can close my eyes right now and I just see them and I just. And you know what's crazy about that movie? The scariest scene to me is not even the scenes with the aliens. The scariest scene to me is when it's pouring down rain. It's dark. There's that music playing and they're looking. They're looking for the main dude. Oh, and they find him. And like, they find him. They in, pull in up the on his lights. Position. Yes, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what sticks with me the most about that movie. I don't know why. The movie's terrifying. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like it was such a well-made alien movie. It didn't look cheesy. Yeah. It didn't look like, it just didn't look cornball. Cause it's very hard to make alien movies, alien abduction movies yeah. that look scary to yeah, me. And it, oh man, I, I, as a kid seeing that one, I, my bed was next to the window and it always felt like one of those damn aliens was like peeking through my window at me. Yeah. And you got the the dude that's in it, the same dude from Terminator too. Is it? It is. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I I can't point. It. I know. It, yeah. I'm gonna look it up. It is. Yeah. So the dude that the dude I'm talking about in uh, obviously DB Sweeney's the main guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which he's been in some baseball movies too, which was funny when we were going back watching baseball movies. I think he was in some of the. He was um, the coach. He was the coach of one of the teams. I want to say in. Um, Hardball. He was the coach of that, that team that we were playing. I'll have to go back and watch that now. I remember seeing him in that. But um, the guy I'm talking about is Robert Patrick. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Robert Patrick. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. And Craig Sheffer's in it, who's from the program. Yes. Which is a, yep. movie, a movie we've talked about on here. Um, but, yeah, Fire in the Skies. Yeah, I don't want to be fire. a logger after cutting down trees out in the forest after watching that movie. No, man. Yeah. Well, since you got a, a, a sci-fi one, I'll throw a sci-fi one out there, too, that I think's underrated because – it came out, and then not really many people talk about it, and that's Arrival. Oh, yeah. Um, with um, – God, I can't even think of what her name is. But with uh, – and Jeremy Renner in it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a great alien movie to me. That oh, for sure, it, was, it got a bunch of praise when it first came out, but now it, you don't really hear many people bring that one up anymore. No, I feel like that one, and yeah, that's definitely one that. What's her name from the? It's, it's uh, from. That's uh, gonna bug me from the notebook. Amy Adams. A- yes, that's it. Yeah, Amy, Amy Adams. Adams yeah. Thank you. Oh, it was right there on the tip of my tongue. On the tip of your tongue. Couldn't get it out. But Arrival, Arrival is is a super slept on one. Those noises that they make. Yeah. Like that noise and that they make. It's not. The it's just. And the alien, all the aliens look like it's just a bunch of ink blots. Yeah, but it's still they still did it. In very the, effective. Yeah. So, you want to get into some action? Yeah, let's do. Oh, yeah. I, you know, all, I'm all about the action movies. Well, so I've got a list of underrated action movies. I put this in action, but it's more a cop drama, but I just put it in action. Throw it's it at like me. 2003, Kurt Russell, Ving Rhames, Dark Blue. Bruh. You've talked about that movie Dark many, Blue. Many I just added times. it to my voodoo. You're going to have to watch it, dog. I've never seen it. It is one. so fire, bro. It's such a good movie. And it, it's it's came. I remember it came. I saw it in the theater. I think me and Skeggs went and saw it, like in two, when it came out in two thousand three. And it's so good for like a cop drama, like suspense movie. It's it's a one. Yeah, dog. It's one that you've always brought up that I've just been too lazy to too lazy to watch. But now I'll, I'll seriously have to watch. No, it you now. definitely need to. Kurt Kurt Russell's. I got another one from Kurt Russell in here in my underrated like that would fit into that same. It's not cop, but it's like drama, suspense, action, but. Dark Blue, you got to check Dark Blue out. Oh, yeah. That's on the list. It's one that slept on, for sure. Well, I'll throw out there uh, Denzel. uh, When you think of Denzel, you think of Training Day and uh, American Gangster, all that stuff. But one of my – a slept on one for Denzel for me is Man on Fire. Oh, bro. You get Mark Anthony in that one as as the dad that turns out that he got his own daughter kidnapped. Yep. You little bailamos, let the rhythm take you – Hold on, that's in, I think that's Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, it's definitely not Mark Anthony. Is it, uh, yeah, I think I got the wrong singer. What did Mark Anthony sing? I forget. But I he was know. married to Jennifer Lopez for That's a while. what he sang. Yeah. yeah. He was married to Jennifer Lopez. He's he got sang that. up in that. But, uh, yeah, Men on Fire, super. You get uh, Christopher Walken yeah. in Men on Fire. I got a fever. <laughs> it's not cowbell. It's chopping a dude's fingers off with a cigar cutter and then burning them with a cigarette lighter. God, to aggressive. Carterize them. So aggressive. Yeah, I use the word carterize. Yeah, well... Dude, Chris, that movie's great. I need to rewatch that one too. It's one, and what's crazy is I have, I have a Denzel Washington movie that I'm fixing to talk about, and I'm glad it's not that one. It's a different one. Um, but Man on Fire, I need to rewatch for oh, sure. So good, and it's it's got a it's because it's based down in Mexico, uh, but it's got a gritty how it's shot. It's very gritty. Um, yeah, I love Man on Fire and Denzel. Oh man. Oh, four Denzel, and you got a little. And Dakota Fanning was a youngster. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. She's yeah. the main little girl in that one. But man, Tony Scott get, directed that one. He gets such revenge on these guys, and it's so great, so great. But that one scene when they're sitting in the car mm-hmm. overlooking like the village, and he's got the guy in there, and he's just clipping fingers off one at a time, and just getting them gone. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's brutal. Yeah, man. So. That came out in 04. I got one from Denzel that's on my underrated list that I talk about all the time, and I know you co-signed this, from a year prior with him and Sinai Lathan, Out of Time. Oh, yes. That's a super good one. Out of Time is a great Denzel Washington action suspense movie, and it's just one that – there's. I got two Denzel ones on here. I got one in the drama as well. But there's a few more of his that I think are slept on. Like, But Out of Time 100% is. Ain't Eva Longoria in that one too? Uh, sh- 
Yes, or Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. Dean Cain. Dean Cain, Superman. For MTV fame and Superman. Uh, was it CW? Lois, uh, yeah, Lois and Clark. I think that was Lois the show and that Clark, he was on. Yeah, that was Dean a great. Kane. They went on a great expedition too. I think. <laughs> that was Lewis. Oh, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the Oregon Trail, but Lewis and Clark. Oh my God, I got dysentery. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, go ahead, man. I fuck up everything. What happened? No, I just said I said <laughs> Lois and Clark. <laughs> I'm keeping it all in, too. Fuck y'all. Okay, uh, a super, since we'll stay here in action, a super underrated movie. I'm a huge Gerard Butler fan. And I think these action movies, we're supposed to be getting a fourth one here soon. Oh, yeah. But the Olympus has fallen, mm-hmm. London has fallen, and Angel has fallen mm-hmm. series are so great. Especially if you're an action movie fan. It calls back to the old days. Not much of a story. It's just straight to action. Gerard Butler is... Kicking ass the whole time. You got Morgan, Morgan Freeman Morgan as the president Freeman. of the United States. Um, yeah, the first one takes place. Uh, bad guys take over the White House. Second one, no. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart, Aaron Eckhart plays the president. And then I think Morgan Freeman, Freeman becomes the president in the third one. Spoiler alert. But uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> The second one, of course, is called London Has Fallen. They're over in London and everything. But I th- to me, the most action-packed one is probably London Has Fallen. It's super, super underrated as an action movie. Yeah, I like all three of those. I've seen all three of them once, and I think all of them are fun. Like They're just good I'm fun. a huge Gerard Butler fan. He's on my list a couple times. and I need to see Plane. Uh, I still need to watch that one. I've heard it's another – It's cheap. I'll pick it up. Yeah, it's just – yeah. He knows what he's doing when he takes on these action roles, cause, and he's got another one coming out this summer that looks awesome, too. What's the one that came out last year that was really dope? The Green... Uh, the one uh, Greenland? Uh, Greenland? Is that what that was the drama win. That's on, that's on my list. It's oh, okay. Go ahead. Where, yeah, you uh, watch that, that one, too. Yeah, we'll just slap uh, Greenland, uh, where he's the architect, and yeah. uh, the asteroids coming to hit End the Into the world type shit. Into yeah. the world type stuff, man. That... Man, some of the scenes in that movie just catch you in the feels, especially when they're leaving the neighborhood and the family's like, take, take yeah. my child, at least take my child with you. Because think about how <clears throat> I was about to sneeze. Think about <laughs> think about how crazy that would be if it was real life. Like, oh yeah, I that's mean, how it would especially be. when he was sitting in that room and he gets a phone call and it's like, you and your family have to leave now and you have to leave everything else behind you. Yeah, and. Man, it's super underrated. As, as a, it's one of my favorite disaster type movies out there, and I think it's just super underrated. No, for sure. Um, I got one for you. Twenty eighteen. I think this movie was super fire, and I've watched it. We, I think we probably watched it on a hangout, but I've watched it multiple times. Upgrade. Oh yeah, yeah. Upgrade. I think is a really yeah. dope one, and it got it was talked about, but it wasn't. I don't know. I just don't feel like it, it was all the way out there, and that may just have been because it wasn't. They didn't have a big budget for it or whatever. But I love that movie. Yeah, dude. it's great. It's, it's got some like the whole vibe of it's cool. It's paced really well. Yeah, like the action in it is dope, and the main dude in it, um, he was in Prometheus too. Uh, what was the dude's name? Uh, Logan Marshall. Yeah, Logan Marshall's the guy that plays the main guy in Upgrade. But Upgrade's one that I feel like. It got a little bit of talk, like when it came out, and then you don't ever hear anybody bringing it up anymore. No, but I think that's one that's that a, was, that's a, yeah, that's a common theme with with most of these movies and everything. Yeah. When they first come out, everybody's all about them, and then 
you don't hear it. That's what makes me think that they're in that underrated category. For sure. Because, yeah. of course, everybody's going to talk about it when they first come out, but it's just – and then they kind of just, like, disappear. Yeah. Kind of like uh, like another one of our favorites that we've watched multiple times together is 13 Hours. Oh, great. Absolutely incredible John movie. Krasinski? John Krasinski in that way. It's the first time you see John Krasinski outside of being Jim. Yep, because it was before Quiet Place. Yep. Yeah, and he is a total badass. And yeah, for sure, it's it's based on the true events of Benghazi and all that stuff. And it's just man, it's heart. It, some of the scenes of that are just absolutely heartbreaking. But the action scenes are some of the best filmed mm-hmm. action scenes because it takes place at night and it's it's for a handful of guys to take on an army, and just oh, it's incredible. No, for sure. The music's done really well in it. Uh, Like I said, it gets you emotionally Mm -hmm. uh, because you know the events that took place where everything that happened is shit that really happened. No, for sure. Uh, So, yeah, Uh, 13 hours is super slept on. I got one. This is an old one. And I put it on this underrated list because I feel like from this particular director, this is the one that nobody really gives the love. And I love it. Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah. John Carpenter, 1976. I love that movie, man. I love the score of that movie. I love the story. I love the whole vibe of it. It's a, it's a basic story, and it's it's dated, obviously, because it's yeah. fucking 50 years old almost. I love the score to that one. Yeah, it's so good, man. And I just feel like with the car, I put it in the underrated category because when you talk Carpenter movies, it just doesn't get talked about. No. Because it was one – it was – I mean, it was one of his first ones, if not. Yeah, late seventies, early. early uh, yeah, but like because you it hear, was before Halloween, correct? No, for sure, it was seventy six. Halloween okay. was seventy eight. So you had Halloween, you had Fog, you had all these John Carpenter films that that I love. But like Assaulto Precinct Thirteen, I feel like kind of gets like it gets, put, it. it gets pushed to the back burner. To you, people talk about they live all the time. Escape from New York. Those get talked about. Big trouble. Big trouble. Um, you know, but I feel like Assault on Precinct 13 doesn't, and it may just be because it's, it was an earlier movie of his, but really love that one. Well, um, I'll go into my boy Donnie Yen. He's getting a lot of love right now because he was in the new John Wick movie. But Donnie Yen is one of my favorite martial arts, mm-hmm. uh, kung fu movie actors, and the Ip Man franchise is super, super slept on. Yeah. I'm hoping that he gets – the appreciation that he deserves because he's an amazing actor, mm-hmm. but he's an amazing martial artist as well. Um, yeah. it, uh, you got four movies in the It Man franchise, and the first two are just absolutely epic. And then you get Mike Tyson in the third one. You get a, a fight scene between Donnie Yen and Mike Tyson. What more can you Fire. ask for? Fire. Um, he choreographs all his own fight scenes. Um, it's shot beautifully. Yeah. Um, you have to watch it with subtitles, of course, which... I do that anyways. I watch everything with subtitles now. Hangouts did ruin that for us. Like, yeah. Five, seven, eight years ago when we started doing Hangouts, I haven't watched a movie with... If I don't have subtitles, I'm... I lost. watch my TV shows with subtitles now. Yeah. It's like, it's... I don't even really... They're just part of the it's picture just part, movie. It, yeah, it's just part of it with me. Yeah, so the... It Man, I need to watch the... Uh, I watched the first It Man. I have the collection on Voodoo, so I just yeah, need to go through them and watch them. definitely do, dude. It's... Like I said, the cin- cinematography in it's great. Um, mm-hmm. The first two, I think they're set in like their 20s, I believe, and everything. But 
man, if you're a martial arts, kung fu movie fan, they they got to be on the must list for you. So well done. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, let's see. I got a couple. I got a, a list of hard, but I'm not going to name them. We're going to save them for. Yeah. But I do have two that I wouldn't want to. They would want to throw out there. One of them is is one that I've talked about being underrated multiple times, and that's um, as above, so below. Oh yes, 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 twenty fourteen. So creepy, creepy as shit. Found footage style, claustrophobic horror about these caves. That's all I want to say. I don't the catacombs of of Paris. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very effective, and it's one that I got. Whenever some whenever it dropped, it was during the trading saves, probably. Yeah, but it is so dope, and I've watched it multiple times, and it still holds up. Gives that claustrophobic feel. Big no, time. for sure. Sorry, shout out to the car behind us. It, 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 <laughs> it just is what it is. <laughs> it caught me by surprise right there. Yeah, Maggie Moo ice creams closing. But yeah, uh, closing but uh, yeah, just the claustrophobic feel of that one. It, it's mm. there's no way in hell you would catch me down. Why would you sign yourself up? Hey, let's Chad. Let's go down here into the sewers underneath Paris. Does that sound like a good idea to you? Good no, times. No, good, no. good times. Good times. Yeah, but no way in hell I would do that. No, the great movie. I need to check that one out. I don't know if it's on streaming platforms, um, but if you haven't seen it, As Above, So Below from 2014, you need to check that one out for sure. Mm-mm. And uh, one other no one I'll talk about just to give, and then we'll get off of the horror stuff because then we can go to whatever is left. Um, I want to talk about this one, and this is one I know you'll co-sign. Anthology film, Southbound. Oh, man, yes. 2015. Yes. Now, I love the VHS. I love VHS 1 and 2. VHS viral was dog shit. VHS 94 was okay. Yeah. I haven't even watched all of 99. I need to watch it. I know it's on Shudder. But this horror anthology was so well done, dude. So well done. And it's – I like how this one ties itself all in together. Yeah, probably one of the best out of the anthology movies. No, for sure. I think it does it does a great job. And it's a it was back when Best Buy when I first started working at Best Buy in 2015, and they were getting those random hard DVDs from like independent companies that would just pop up in the stores, and I and it didn't even get a Blu-ray. It was just nope. a standard DVD, and I bought it one night, and I was like. Where the hell did this come from? Where did this come from? Because there was the hit and misses with those. I mean, yeah. But that was definitely one that still holds up, and we've watched it multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. And as far as anthology horror. It's up it's, there on the list. Yeah, it's up there in the tops with us, but I put it on here because it just doesn't get talked about because it probably it didn't have no big budget or nothing, but you wouldn't have been able to tell. No, I wouldn't have ever found out about it until you watched it that time and told uh, me and Jordan about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but one I'll throw in there, it kind of – in that horror action genre would be Cobra. Oh, yeah, Stallone, Stallone cheese, for uh, sure. It's probably one of Stallone's least talked about ones. Um, yeah. Shout out to that old pizza he was eating. In the oh, my God, <laughs> cutting it up with scissors. The car was a badass. But yeah. he walks around with a pistol on, it, like in the front of his waistband the whole movie. I don't see how he sits in the car. Without shooting his leg Dude, off. that opening scene at the uh, store. Uh, chewing on a match. <laughs> Just Dude, no fucks given. No, for sure. And and Cobra is was that a is that a canon? Uh, pro- yeah, I'd say so. It's yeah. right there in the. It's I think eighty eight with yeah. that one. So yeah. yeah, it's right there in the can, uh, canon canon craze. Say that three times fast, but yeah, it, you kind of with the main bad guy. He's been in a bunch of a uh, bunch of stuff. Uh, you know him if you saw him, but um, 
the knife that he uses, mm-hmm. and I think Brigitte Nelson is in that one. That's probably when Stallone and, and her were canoodling with each other. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, the best of both worlds. You get the horror elements out of it with him being a serial killer, which is he's a slasher in it, and then you get Stallone action out of it. No, so. for sure, Cobra's great, dude. Love but it, it's, and it, a great it, soundtrack to it too. Yeah, and it's definitely one that is of Stallone, especially of Stallone's. Angel in the city. All in vocals, dude. Angel in the city. And this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. Say it. The first movie that I listed on horror was Brain Scan. Obviously, oh, it's pretty yeah. underrated. But I don't have to go into that again. We've already talked about Brain Scan. Um, but that's a, a no-brainer. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> but there's a whole list of movies that we can do. And I think that would be fun to bring, like, the Viz in on or something. Oh, yeah. Like, towards oh, yeah. October. Maybe if we can batch record. Oh, yeah. Two or three for, like, the month of October. The vi- the uh, we need to do, yeah. Yeah, do that one. Flicks month or something. Yeah, and then yeah. do that one and the horror ones that are so bad that are so, bad so much. So bad, so good, because we got a list of those that are magical. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you got? You just got, like, like dramas and suspenses? Well, and I've got a, a – well, I'll take one that came through off of Netflix uh, with Chris Hemsworth. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it's Extraction. Oh, great action movie. Oh, man. my gosh. And crazy. how that movie was shot, and we're getting a sequel to it. I was going to say, there's a sequel that got yeah. announced or is fixing to come out or something. That like. is – because whenever you think of Chris Hemsworth, you automatically think Thor in the Marvel movies. And this is a role that is totally opposite of Thor, and he's a fucking badass. I want more of Chris Hemsworth in these kind of roles no, than for sure. playing in the Marvel universe. Uh, yeah, the Marvel universe can fuck off for all I care. I mean, at this point, because the the one chase scene where he's driving the car, I think they, I think there was a one. Ch- uh, no, I'm I'm probably stepping over my boundaries here, but the way they shot that. I was going to say that it was like a one-shot deal, but I'm pulling that. Just say it. Stand on it. I'm not standing on it because it's probably false. It doesn't matter. But how they shot doesn't have to be how they shot that chase scene with with the camera facing the behind uh, out of the rear window of the car and the front of the car was fucking amazing. No, for sure. And like I said, just everything with Chris Hemsworth in it was fucking phenomenal too because he's a fucking badass in that one. No, uh, absolutely. And it's super slow. It came on. It premiered on Netflix, and then kind of just. I don't know if it's because it doesn't have a physical copy. Maybe? I think I think that has something to do with it. That and the and the theatrical releases. Like even though they're not like doing Netflix only as huge as Netflix is, it still limits it to Netflix only. Yeah. So like, while that movie to me is just as fire of an action film as like John Wick's are. Yeah. But yeah. John Wick's are every everybody. You could ask a hundred people. A hundred people are going to know what John Wick is. You ask a hundred people about Extraction, they're going to be like, uh, like, yeah, exactly, yeah, I, yeah. I totally but it's get because it. John Wick is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But I like, totally it's just as good of an action movie, if not maybe better, to some people. Well, I mean, one another Netflix one that we could pop in there uh, is Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck, Charlie mm-hmm. Hunnam. Uh, it was right there where uh, they that got, was a solid one. Yeah, I remember that. I, one. I think that one super slept on, and I, it was another one that just kind of came and went because yeah, it, it, it was a Netflix original. Yeah. Um, and I think it was maybe uh, early in the Netflix when they started pumping out some Probably movies so. yeah. and everything. But I think that one super slept on because there's some mercenaries that go do their thing over in another country and then mm-hmm. shit hits the fan. But yeah, it was really sure. well shot, scores really good, and a great cast to it as well. 
No, for sure. Um, I got one for you. I don't. I think you've seen this one. This movie's great. I don't know what you'd put it in. It's got comedy. It's suspenseful. It's it's got some drama in it. Um, you could. I'll just say blind spotting. Twenty eighteen. Did you ever watch that one? I've never seen that one, bro. Jordan. Jordan. Put me up on game with blind spotting. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I've had seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, It's from the same director as um, uh, Good Time. Uh, Let me look and see. No, that's I'm thinking of the. That's one of the Fertitta brothers that did Good Time and did the Uncut Gems and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But yes, blind. Yeah, I did. I have seen blind spotting that one time. But yes, it was. It's got all the best of everything in it. No, yeah, and blind spotting is is fire, dude. Like unknown cast in that one. Unknown cast. Um, you had Raphael Casal and David Diggs. They're the two main guys in it. I've only seen this one once. But dude, so while on probation, a man begins to reevaluate his relationship with his volatile best friend. So basically, one dude's trying to get his life right; the other one's still fucking off. Uh, and it's about them trying that, and they're like good friends. But it's so dope, bro. The scoring, it's dope. The acting, the way that was shot. And these are like, you know, I mean, we can sit here and look at the, at the budget on it. I'm sure it wasn't that it was high. Very, it had to be a low, low budget one. It doesn't even tell the budget. It just says oh, wait, opening weekend, 340000 It grossed $4 million. It doesn't even say what the budget was. That's what I'm saying. But you would never know. It's such a good movie. If you haven't seen Blind Spotting, check it out. It's like it's got a little bit of – it's got a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, it's, it just meshes everything. You get a little bit of, like you said, the comedy. You get mm-hmm. a little bit of the, the hood movie in it. It's, it pulls on your heartstrings. It pulls on the heartstrings. Sure. It, it just covers all the bases. Yeah, it's great, man. It hits a home run. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> out of here. But yeah, blind spot, man. Shout out. Well, uh, another one uh, with our boy uh, has Miles Teller in it. And, uh, oh, my gosh, now I'm going completely uh, – Jonah Hill? No, uh, only with uh, it's the movie's only the Brave, but uh, has Miles Teller the, with the firefighters. Oh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, it's, oh Brand, Brand from uh, Goonies. Yeah, and who else? What is he? Thanos in the Marvel movies? And what was that fucking movie I I bought on eBay drunk one night for like four dollars? Oh, Jonah, Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. <laughs> <laughs> oh Terrible shit, movie. dude! It has Megan Fox in it though? Shout out Megan Fox. But only sure. the brave man, whether the yeah. uh, wildlife or uh, the wildlife firefighters. No, that's a great movie, dude. Yeah, super slept on, and that it's another one based on true events. And yep. going into the movie, you, I, I read up of what happened and everything, so you know what's going to happen. But it still doesn't. I get. Uh, what am I trying to say? It doesn't deplete the fact that you're still going to ball your eyes out. No, it's because it, it's a right. heartbreaking situation. What happens Yeah, for what they're doing and everything. Yeah. That's a good one though. That was a good but one. It's really, out. really well done. I, I couldn't imagine having to shoot that movie in those conditions with fires around you. And oh God. Being out in the desert. Ah, yeah. yeah. The, the black is out. Mm-hmm. I'd have to have a bunch of gold bond medicated powder. God, crotch rot city, dude. The, Chafing uh, going on. Chafery. Ooh. Complete chafery. I got another one for you. This is, this is Uncle Kurt. Uncle Kurt Russell again. Okay. We had I talked about uh, Dark Blue from 03. But there's one from 97, and I just rewatched it today. Mel had never seen it. Breakdown. Oh, man. Such so a fire-ass suspense thriller. 
Um, Kurt Absolute Russell, terrifying. Kurt Russell and his wife are just driving through the desert. Like, I can't, I don't even know exactly where it's at. Then, then this dude starts fucking with them. Their car messes up. Uh, an 18, dude in 18 wheeler says he'll take his wife to the gas station, use a payphone. Yeah. She goes, dis- she disappears, and that's the mo- He's trying to find her. The guy that plays the truck driver in that played in Blue Chips. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, but he, he always played a villain and everything. But that movie's so dope. It, and it's one that nobody talks about. Yeah. He was doing the, he did a few of those. He did a Breakdown in 97, he did Executive Decision. Yep. He yep. did Soldier. Oh, he All soldiers. those were kind of in that same three, four-year span. That uh, what was a uh, uh, what was a uh, sci-fi one where they went to like the pyramids and stuff? Stargate. Stargate. He did have Poseidon. Yeah. He did that. Like that was a few years. Later. It was like oh five oh six, I think, was Poseidon. But um, but yeah, man, if you like, if you want a good like. Suspense thriller, just that, terrifying. That yeah, movie is just it was. It was man. That's like one of my worst fears ever. Is just which I would not want to make a cross country trip with driving across the country with a, with the family just for that reason. In general, is just what the hell do you do if your car breaks down? Oh man, you're screwed. No, for sure. And if you're like in the middle of the desert with, well, nowadays it's probably not as bad. But but there's some parts in the U.S. There's you could go miles and miles and miles and not come across anybody. No, for sure. And that's how it was in that movie. But yeah, yeah it's like that abandoned uh, 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 no, vibe to it. I don't, but yeah, Breakdown's no. super dope, dude. And, and no, nobody ever talked about it. It felt, if I, you know, I felt like. Well, uh, I got uh, one with Tom Hardy. I think that slept on with him uh, is Warrior. That's super underrated. Oh, yeah, Warrior's a great movie, dude. With, and you got Kurt Angle in that. Yeah. And yeah. then you got Nick Nolte. You got Nolte. Joel, uh, Joel Edgerton's in yep. that one. <clears throat> they play the brothers. No. Yep. And Nick Nolte's the dad. Yeah, and that's kind of when – I feel like that's kind of when Tom Hardy started getting in that bag. I mean, he had been in some – because was Inception before that? Uh, probably probably around the same time and everything. But that one scene, the one fight where he comes just strolling in the ring and it lasts – Maybe six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> just absolute. Chance, have you ever seen Warrior? Oh, Chance, you'd love Warrior. Damn it, Especially Chance. being a huge MMA fan. That's It's right up your alley. And plus, like Chad said, Kurt Angle's in it. So, Inception was 2010 okay. and um, Warrior was 2011. Okay, so, so yeah, right there. But yeah, uh, Lawless was twelve. Dark Knight Rises. Was that's another. That, I think that's another one that you could probably consider underrated with Tom Hardy is Lawless. No, for sure. I mean, Lawless is great. We talked about Lawless a little bit in the uh, gangster movie one. Yeah, just briefly. But, but him and Shia LaBeouf in that yeah, one. Yeah, movie. Jessica Chastain. That movie was Ooh, fire, dude. So good. He's such a badass in that so, movie. And it hardly says a man a few words in that movie, but yeah. makes it known. It's the same as in Warrior. Yeah. He, it, there's not much talking go. It's all action with Tom Hardy and, and Warrior, and just dude, whatever these muscles are right here between your. Your neck and your shoulders, these things, they're so fucking big in that movie. That's how mine are, too. Yeah. It's just a fucking monster in that movie. Terrifying. It's like a pit bull. He's just ready to be unleashed. But, yeah, man, that's, that's, those are, Warriors a great one. I got another one for you from 2013 that was one that me and Jordan picked up back in the day. And um, me and Mel have rewatched it a few times here recently, but the way, way back. I've never seen that one. It's a dope-ass movie, dude. Steve Carell's in it. He plays a complete tool in it. But um, Tony Collette from Hereditary, <laughs> she's in it. You we haven't got, got that in a while. Right? You got Sam Rockwell. He's he's the best as 
I love Sam Rockwell. He's the he, best he can do it. any kind of role, and he's just is so likable as an actor. For sure, Maya Rudolph's in it, and the chick that's been in like Bridesmaids and stuff. But it's a really good movie. It's just like a character piece about about this kid that's going with his mom and Steve Carell's his mom's boyfriend. They're going to like this. They're like relatives for the summer, and he doesn't. He's an awkward kid, doesn't have any friends, and it's just basically about him trying to find his way. You know what I mean? Like during the summer that they're there. But it's really dope, dude. I think it's on Hulu. Okay, is that, is that what, like he works at like an amusement park or something? He works at a water park. Okay, Sam Rockwell gets him a job at a water park and kind of takes him under his wing because he, he sees that like he doesn't have any friends and stuff. But it's dope, bro. It's like, it, it gives you vibes like something from like the 80s or 90s. Oh, okay. So but it was, cool. but it was, it was one that kind of came out and it didn't, you know, I don't know. To me, it's, it feels underrated just because it didn't get talked about. Did but. it come out around the same time that Boyhood came around? Came out. And stuff? I want to say it was before Boyhood because Boyhood came out. And I want to say um, that was Richard Linklater too. By the way, yeah. I can't, can't get that one. That one. No, yeah, Boyhood is the year after that. Oh, okay. I tried watching Boyhood. It's just. It, nah. I, I mean, I respect people that that liked it. I just couldn't. It just. I can respect me. the process that it took to make yeah, that movie. Yeah, because like it literally was over that however many years. Yeah, it, it, that, that whole kid's childhood, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, but but yeah, way way back, man. I thought that was a dope one. I'll throw one that gets really at the heartstrings. You said you've never seen it, and uh, Chance has never seen it either. But it's eight seconds with Luke Perry, and our uh, bio, our boy Biodome Baldwin's in that one. Shout out to BB, baby. <laughs> Bow down, ball one, baby. But he plays uh, Lane Frost. He's a, a prof- he was a professional bull rider yeah. uh, that got killed uh, during a bull riding event and all that stuff. But it's pretty much tells the story of his life, played by Luke Perry. Uh, catches in, you know what's going to happen, but it still catches in the fields when that bull comes up behind him and hits him. But it's just, and then the emotional little. Uh, part where Bio and Doe Baldwin plays tough heaterman to win the whatever big the Super Bowl of bull riding yeah. for him and all that stuff. But it's a gr- great movie, great soundtrack oh, yeah. too. Brooks and Dunn's in it. Shout out to Kicks Brooks. Shout out to Ronnie Dunn. Two of the goddamn country music goats. Goats of all time. That ain't no way to go, you motherfucker. Ain't no way to go. Great stuff. No, sh- don't get catch us on a karaoke night and. You're in trouble for sure, dude. Um, I got a couple left. I only got like two left, maybe. I got I got one or two left. So you go ahead with one. Um, man, it's another Denzel movie, and I don't feel like it got talked about as much as a lot of his stuff did. And it's probably I would say it's my favorite one. He Ooh, got game. Okay, Spike Lee. I'm not really a fan of Spike Lee. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say I'm not a fan of Spike Lee. I don't just love Spike Lee movies like that. But I think this movie is so dope. And Denzel is not your normal Denzel in it. He's a fuck up. He, you know, it's about him and his relationship with his son, Ray Allen's character, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. And like that, it's all, it's about Ray Allen, you know, but, but, but Denzel's just the, he's not even the main character per se, I guess. But I thought that movie's so dope, bro. I that love Afro's legendary in it. It's it's legendary. You got the Jordan Thirteens in there. Yes, which yes. like is is classic. Ray Allen for not for him never being in any movies. I thought did a really good job. Um, I just love that the whole vibe of that movie. The soundtrack of that movie's dope. You got Public Enemy, you know, doing a lot of the stuff on there. But overall, that that's my favorite. I think that's my favorite Denzel movie, man. It, it, Training Day's like right there with it. Yeah, John. I love John Q. I love the Equalizer. 
Movies. Oh, the Equalizer movies are great. Um, now, was Ray Titans? Allen was Ray Allen in the league when they were filming that movie? Oh yeah. Oh, he was. It, yeah. Oh, okay. Because because I want to say um, oh, I got it right here. Yeah, um, he got game was ninety eight. Well, Ray Allen was. I mean, he was in the prime of his career in ninety eight. He was. He'd been. I think he came in the league but three or four years prior. Okay. But yeah, That's he got game. Day. I feel like it's a. I feel like it's an underrated gem of de- from Denzel for sure. Oh, it's super slept on. It's a great one. That's probably like, I'm with you. That's probably that's I'm not a big Spike Lee movie fan, but that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. And like you said, it's a totally different role than what you're seeing, out of what you see out of Denzel because you're used to seeing Denzel being the main guy, he's calm, cool, and collective, or just being the badass. And yeah. like you said, he's almost a degenerate. No, for movie. sure. I mean, he's he's a, he's a con. I mean, yeah. he's a con. You know, ex. He's a felon that's out on like parole or whatever, yeah. and like he's missed out on his son's life. His son don't want nothing to do with him, and he's just trying to pick up the pieces type of shit. Yeah, but I love it, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I would throw up one that I I'm a fan of that goes back to the like the martial arts realm and the kung mm-hmm. fu movie. I'm a ac- behind horror movies. Action movies are probably it for me. I love all kinds of action movies, but another one. Uh, it's called. It's, it, the main actor is his name is Tony Ja, and it's called The Protector. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino produced this one. Yep. The fight scenes and the choreography are some. Uh, the guy believes in no wire work. He likes to do his all his own stunts. Mm-hmm. Kind of like his hero was Jackie Chan. He looks. He looked up to him. But just look up some of the clips from this movie, and you'll be mesmerized of the stuff that the, this little bitty dude is able to pull off. Yeah, it's just unbelievable action scenes. Uh, yeah, I totally so. If you never seen The Protector, definitely highly recommend that one. It's another one that you'll have to use subtitles on. But uh, you know how we roll. Yeah, you know how we roll with them uh, subtitles. So I'm saving the best one of mine on my list that I feel like is the most underrated movie to me um, for the last one, I guess, on my list because I the horror ones we'll go into yeah. later. It came out in '95. It's Sigourney Weaver and Harry Connick Jr. Copycat. Oh wow! I f- you've never seen it. I've never even heard of it. You see what I'm saying, bro? I'm telling you, Copycat is so fucking fire, dog. It's about a cop, a bunch of copycat serial killers, and um, Sigourney Weaver is this lady that like suffers from agoraphobia, from where she survived an attack from a copycat killer. Harry Connick Jr.'s character. He's in prison, but everybody's trying to reenact like copycat killings of all of these famous serial killers. Hmm. And dude, it's so well done, dude. I I love them. If you I've had, never even heard oh, of it. Oh, bro, one. you got to watch it. It's on my Voodoo. It's it came out in 95. Um but Copycat is one of those ones that I don't even remember how I came across that one. It it, it was who did you, you know, say the main chicks in it? Sigourney Weaver's Sigourney in it. You got um, Holly Hunter's in it. Um, Dermot Mulroney, who's actually in the new Scream. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. But it's just one that flew under the radar to, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't even remember how I came across that I've, movie. I've never, never even – hit the mic. I've never even – Never even heard of that one. But it had like a $20 million budget. It did like $30 million total. So it yeah, made so its, its money back plus a little bit. But like, I just feel like for suspense thrillers, 
I just, especially in the nineties, I don't, I don't know of many movies to me better than Copycat. Sign me up for that. Yeah, yeah, and you love this, like the serial yeah. killers. Yeah, sign me up. It's for on that. my Voodoo, bro. You I have, have to, to ask watch Melissa it. about that one too. And the Blu-ray is like dirt, unless it's out of print. It's, it's like a ten-dollar title. All day. It's a cat for sure. Cats. We speaking of cat, Copycat. Go <laughs> fucking watch it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so that's underrated movies in our opinion for the uh, non-horror. Yeah, man. I mean. I think that, uh, like I said, we could do a whole episode on just horror movies that are underrated. But I'm glad that we touched on a couple of them. But I think that that was a good batch that we oh, yeah. spoke at. And we're right there, you know, close to time. I know we got a little bit of, um, you know, interruption, but we'll cut all that stuff yeah. out in post. But, like, I think that was a good ep- – I thought I thought we had a good – we covered a good amount of titles, though. Yeah, and most definitely get down in the comments below and let us know of what your underrated movies are because, hell, like I said, with the copycat thing, I want to find out new movies that I've never even heard of oh, or dude. seen before. Dude, I hope this, you do. This is a fun way to find out about new movies. I need to watch Eight Seconds, too. I'm tripping. Yeah, I, yeah. Never, I need to go watch So Lane definitely Falls. leave it down in the comments down below and let, uh, let us know what some of your underrated movies are. Yeah, and – We'll go ahead and answer this question too. Like we will be doing an overrated too. Oh yeah. At some point, that's gonna piss so many people oh, off. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, it's gonna make um, some people mad. But yeah, we don't even know what the next episode is gonna be about. We'll talk about that off camera. But if y'all have not subscribed to the channel, be sure to do that. Be sure to subscribe to us on all the audio platforms that y'all use, whether it's Apple Podcast, Spotify, Googly, all that other stuff. Google's. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, we post it, it on our stories on Instagram. All you gotta do is hit that link tree, and boom, you're there to listen to us or yeah. watch us for sure. And um, just stay tuned, man. We're gonna keep growing this this podcast, and then um, y'all just keep keep t- uh, tuning in. Once again, big shout out to Nixon Pro Media for mm-hmm. letting us shoot in this studio. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. And Revolution One Pro Media, if it wasn't for Chance, the director, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be in this studio as well. Uh, Big shout-out to Squints. Big shout-out to Trouble Spirits. Absolutely. We got big things on the horizons with everybody, so. Tune in, baby. We're out of this motherfucker. We're out this motherfucker. Peace. Bow.